Good afternoon. I'm chatting with my good friend Shaz, and Shaz is a TV and film aficionado. Uh, Shaz is the one that turned me on to all the great stuff on Netflix, all the other networks, and to be honest, uh, that's why I'm calling this bit what you're not watching on TV and how the hell do you go on living? Because there's so much... Honestly, Shaz, I think we are in the golden age of television, right? You've said so yourself. Absolutely the golden age. Right now, I really want to watch TV more than I want to go to movies. That's how much good stuff is on. When I'm not watching TV, you know what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. I'm watching TV on my computer. (laughs) I know. I know. I was. I'm not watching TV on my computer. I'm watching it on my iPad. I can't get enough of it. Well, I have to say you turned me on to five amazing shows on Netflix that I just, you know, put on the, the, the track pants and binged. Um, okay, sister, what are they? What okay, are they? sister, I'm going to say of, of the top five. Well, my top five are um, uh, Happy Valley, The Fall. Great show. great show. Isn't it great? Yes. The Returned. The oh, Bridge. And Luther. Oh my God! I'm sorry. Right now, I want Idris's baby. I want to give birth to him. <laughs> so fantastic in that role. We can't get enough, and everyone's begging for a, a third season. It's so I know. good. I know. He's really the black version of Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> uh, the bad. Bigger, taller, sexier version of Benedict Cumberbatch. I also love. I know. And I love his whole lizard look. There's something about it that's very cute. (laughs) I know. Hey, I I couldn't believe that. I thought, oh my God, is Benedict Cumberbatch and everything? I'm watching the latest Hobbit movie and he did the voice of a dragon, which I didn't know. (laughs) By the way... Um, that reminds me, uh, the show that actually the first show you turned me on to on Netflix with Sherlock and, okay. uh, I thought I wouldn't be turned on by it. I thought, eh, you know, I don't know if I like those old style detective. Oh my God. It's so nothing like that. It nothing. is amazing. Nothing. For those who are really put off of the old Sherlock of old school, this really is a modern day Sherlock. He texts, he, he, he does, I mean, he's, he's, it's, it's a, let's put it this way, it is a new twist, you would not even recognize that this is the Sherlock of olden, you know, olden times. It is really, um, the, uh, the whole idea of him being almost like an Asperger's um, genius, and coupled with his incredible relationship with Holmes, I mean, mm-hmm. um, with um, Dr. Watson. Right. It's, it's such a cool twist. Uh, I, I can't imagine anyone seeing it and not liking it. It, it really is fascinating. And you know, if you can binge it, it's even better. I mean, I watched it way, 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 way back. I won't tell you where. Mm-hmm. But before they were all on Netflix, and I can't tell you, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't get more of it. The performances are unbelievable, aren't they? And the writing, isn't the writing unbelievable? It's brilliant, but I have a big, big question for you. Do you think Sherlock would still be a success if Benedict Cumberbatch wasn't playing the lead? Okay, let's put it this way. We don't know who would be cast if Cumberbatch had said no to the role, correct? Mm -hmm, Right. So it's really hard to say it wouldn't be a successful, but let's put it this way. 
he owns Sherlock right now. Mm. He owns it. That's his role. He has brought new life to it. And as, as despicable a character as he can be, because he's not likable, right? No. He's not likable at all. But Jesus, I freaking love him. Like, I love him. I would love him to be a, de- a guest at my dinner party. Oh, I mean, he's absolutely he's typecasted as playing the 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 brilliant lead. And that's not a bad typecast to have. Okay, so Sherlock is the first thing that turned me on. Uh, The second thing, actually, and I nearly forgot this series. And by the way, I should just start out for folks who where have you been if you're not watching Netflix, if you're not watching some of these shows, but I'm, I'm just teasing. I'm not being condescending. I'm just saying what's brilliant aside from the acting and the writing is you gotta love the Europeans, you gotta love the Brits, especially for taking a season, what we typically think in North America as a 13-episode season, and boiling it down to, oh, I don't know, three episodes, maybe four episodes a season. So you really can binge and really burn through a lot of series in a short amount of time. And okay. you almost you know get spoiled. Binging? Before I interrupt, so I interrupt you there, Judy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're talking about the British shows, okay? It was just announced. So if you want to binge, I'm telling everyone right now, take all your holidays. <laughs> okay? Take all your holidays and watch TV. That's how sick I am. That's how much I love TV. I know. But Netflix is now dropping all its BB shows as of January 31st. And why they is this? Not, they are not renewing their licenses for British, well, not say British shows, for BBC shows. And that BBC content is no longer available. Okay. That's not on Netflix because there's other ways to get it. We can talk about that later. Absolutely. Luther um, and all the other fantastic um, British shows that are on BBC will no longer be available on Netflix after January 31st. So if you're going to binge, call your data plan provider and up your data. No kidding. I I had to binge a series um, three days ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. I've been for 24 hours. Does that make me a bad person? Yes. <laughs> what were you benching oh, I on? I hit 75% of my data quota. <laughs> it was like, Jesus, oh my God. <laughs> I, but I had to get it in before before they dropped it. And i got to tell you, there's another show you got to watch. Sorry to change the subject here, mm-hmm. but if you're going to watch Sherlock, mm-hmm. one of the creators, Stephen Moffat, of the current Sherlock, also created this fantastic show. And it's all about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Ooh. Jekyll. And when you see it, once again, it's another reimagining of an old classic. Mm-hmm. It's so unbelievably brilliantly acted, and the storyline is unbelievable, and it is horrifying. Uh, it's a scary thriller. It'll have you on the edge of your seat. You must watch that. Okay, so it's called Jekyll, and where can it's we find Jekyll? Jekyll. Well, you know, I, have, I haven't checked to see if it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess it might be, okay. so, uh, but if not, I'll... Uh, I'll, I'll shoot you an email and see where uh, people can pick it up because it is, it's unbelievable. It is okay. so good. Okay, so two things I want to ask you now. You said that you watched something 24 hours straight almost. What was that that you were watching? Was it Jekyll? No. Okay, this is kind of embarrassing. Tell me. It's, it's, a, it's a British cop show mm-hmm. with these two women. You know, I, I can't believe I was I was going through it for so long. I, I kind of can't kind of can't believe I kind of can't remember the name of it right now. It's oh, two it's... women's names: Scott and right, Scott and, Scott and Bailey. Yes, I watched season one all the way through to season three. Like it's like eight episodes each, okay, mm-hmm. hour long. So that means do the math, girl. 
<laughs> that's a lot of time. That's a lot of couch time you put in there. Good for you. Couch? I, I was moving. I was carrying my eyes out of the house. I was like, I into the can, okay? <laughs> I couldn't stop watching it. These two women are unbelievable. Okay, another show i got to throw out at you. In the Line of Duty. In the another Line of Duty? Show. What's that about? Oh, my God. Same thing. British cop thrillers. You know what? They, they, they really, really excel in doing the cop stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, really fantastic. But it's called In the Line of Duty. First season, spectacular. But season two, mm-hmm. oh, my God. So everyone must watch season one. You will love it. But season two is just gobsmackingly spectacular. Each series mm-hmm. is independent. You actually don't have to watch season one to watch season two, oh. but you will be introduced to some of the regular characters. Okay. But you, you must watch it. Um, the series, I, I don't know what it is, whether it's the language or just um, the incredible acting, because i got to be honest with you, a lot of cop shows, American cop shows, I, I do eye rolls every so often. They just seem lame, right? Mm-hmm. They seem but, slow um, now. When you compare them to British shows, they seem slow. Yes. They seem slow. And you know what, it, what I have to admit about, okay, they treat their audiences like they're smart. Mm-hmm. Like they read. Right. Like they understand. Nothing has to be explained. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not saying, if you are, you know, in grade four, you don't get this, let explain it to you. Right? Like, for example, Happy Valley. They just assume you get it, right? Mm-hmm. There's no, they, they don't pander to an audience that um, needs a lot of explaining. If you don't get it, you lose out. They just move on. They assume that you are an intelligent viewer. And I, I really appreciate that about these series. But let's um, even talk about that for a second, the casting. When I look at Happy Valley, you've got kind of a average-looking, middle-aged woman uh, who is the head cop in this small town. And I'm thinking to myself, they've got a really average looking, somebody that would be on Coronation Street. You mean a that, normal person? A normal person. That's what I mean by average. I mean a normal looking person, okay? I'm thinking if they made the American version of this, you know, they'd have Cameron Diaz or somebody. It just They just ruin it by taking that element out of it right away by casting one of the beautiful people, right? And that's, that's exactly what I love. Well, let's go back to the original kind of the cop, the British cop that really, really, really kind of set British cop series uh, kind of on a, on, a, on a big flag of this is amazing stuff. Let's look at Prime Suspect. Do you remember okay. Prime Suspect? Mm-hmm. We're talking that's over 10 years ago with right. Helen Mirren. She was a boozer. She was a woman of a certain age in her 40s, 50s. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you really believe that she was a tough cop. She, she smoked. Right. She drank. And she wasn't Hollywood glam. Of course, they remade it, right? They remade it for the American version. Now, they had, I can't remember the woman's name. Um, okay, she's in, uh, okay, hold yeah, on. Yeah, I never saw it. I can't remember who. Okay, well, no, no, she's a great actress. There's mm-hmm. no question. She's a really, really terrific actress. Um, but, again, they had to have someone because American, or let's say American, let's say North American audiences, they don't want the people on TV not to look like the not PD Queens. It was Maria Bello. Maria Bello played the American Right, version, well done. Right? Right. Okay? And well, great actress, but she ex- doesn't have that actress. real quality. But again, all the... Co- if you actually look at British television, they, I mean, there's no question there are some beautiful, glamorous women on British television, 
But for the most part, when they're they're casting as cops, they're not cop beauty queens, right? Mm-hmm. They're cops. They're average women. They're not size zeros. They, you know, they, they look like they go grocery shopping at the end of the day. Exactly. They look like they shop at Costco. That's what I always exactly. say. Can I picture this person shopping at Costco? I'm in, okay? So, so yeah. far, Shaz, we have talked about, and by the way, if you're just joining us, we're... Uh, we're just talking about fabulous. We are living in the golden age of television. We're talking about what you're not watching on TV, perhaps, and where and how <laughs> do you go on living? So, so far, Shaz and I have talked about an amazing series called Jekyll that you just have to check out. And you said the person that's behind Sherlock, the BBC's uh, series Sherlock, is behind Jekyll. Is that correct? Yeah, Stephen Moffat is his name, and he's a genius in television. Like Stephen Moffat. Absolute. Okay, we talked about something called In the Line of Duty that uh, Shaz basically just uh, sat in her pajamas for 24 hours and watched. We talked well, about. Ab- Scott and Bailey, right? Scott and Bailey. I got to be totally honest. Scott and Bailey, the British version of Cagney and Lacey. I've watched the yes. first episode and a half and I wasn't totally in. Does it get oh, better? You got to stick with it, girl. Okay, I'll stick with it. Um, this this is the list so far. And again, Shaz gave me this list uh, probably half a year ago. Uh, for me personally, the series that just got me completely hooked, Sherlock. Uh, we didn't even talk about Hit and Miss yet. Luther, Happy Valley. Oh, my Valley. God, that was so amazing. Oh, Hit and Miss people. Oh, my God. Oh You're my not God, living oh if you don't see. How many episodes was it? It was one season, I think six or seven episodes. Yeah edge of the couch material okay here exactly. is so everyone take your next eight hours mm-hmm. put everything away yeah. lock the kids up yeah you know what i mean yeah there's some lock adult the content in there for sure don't answer the phone get in your sweat get a bag of chips and oh my god give folks the 20 second synopsis of hit and miss tell them what they're missing okay you know what this is a this is a story about a transgendered assassin and that's all I'll say. Yeah, don't amazing. be put off by any of that. Mm-hmm. It's got, it's got heart. It's got drama. It's got the action is gobsmackingly. Oh my God, squeal! Mm. Not for the faint of heart, mm-hmm. but that's why I watch these shows. I don't want mainstream being there, done that, seen that. You too, right, Judy? Oh, for sure, for sure. Like it, you just sit there and go, oh my God, the characters. Like, can you believe even the children? How well cast they were. Well, that's the one element you didn't add. It's a transgendered assassin whose partner okay. passes away, and now she's left to raise kids as well as be this assassin at nighttime. It's an amazing, an amazing twist. Yes, but she was his, she was these kids' father. Right. That is so wild. Okay, so I'm speaking with Shaz. Shows you are possibly missing and if you are run immediately to your tv set and your uh, pvr or your computer screen sherlock hit and miss luther happy valley the fall the return the bridge brand new series from the folks who are behind sherlock uh, uh jekyll okay back up let's talk about the fall let's oh talk God. about the fall jillian anderson jillian anderson okay Amazing. they're having criticisms about her accent but man she plays a sexy british like, again, there we Phenomenal. go again with the sexy, right? Right. Like, I'll, you know, Jillian Edison, where she goes, I will follow. Okay? Yeah. No, she's a, a terrific actress. And you know what? Amazing she's actress. such a great actress. And again, it's such great writing that, yeah, occasionally yeah. Yeah, the accent goes, yeah. who cares? Yeah. But I'm mad okay. at the fall. Yeah. I'm... Okay. So you know what? Let's, 
I, I'll just digress a little bit because oh. we have I have been really, really on a kind of a diss of American network television, right? Okay. But I will make one exception. All right. On the best television show on American networks, mm-hmm. and I mean best, capital B, number one, nothing better than it, it's Hannibal. And the only way to say that is because it, it, Gillian Anderson is in Hannibal. So is Matt Nicholson, Hugh Dancy, Lawrence Fishburne. The show is so beautifully written. The storylines are unbelievable again not for the faint of heart right and that's why i haven't watched it because yeah it's scary but there's nothing more beautiful than this show it is the most beautiful looking show on network tv okay well listen i have something to compare it to with the scare factor so you can tell me you had recommended a brilliant french series on Netflix called The Returned. And just for folks who haven't seen The Returned, this is basically, I'm not even going to tell you too much about it, but the first minute, it's a busload of kids. The bus goes over the hill in the Alps, and then all of a sudden these kids start coming back to this village. I'm not going to say anything else about it. It's not what you think it is, uh, if you think anything at this point. So my question to Shaz, my friend Shaz, we're both uh, total bingers on television, a lot of that involving uh, Netflix and some of it not. But I want to ask Shaz, is Hannibal as scary as The Return? I didn't think The Return was scary. I thought it was suspenseful. Well, that's what I was just going to say. The Return is suspenseful. You don't know what's going on, but there's no visual shock. You just don't know what's coming around the corner. Mm -hmm. It's dark. It's moody, right? Okay. And the pacing is also really cool because Mm -hmm. I think it's the pacing that scares. I'm chatting with my friend Shaz. We're both uh, television and film bingers. And uh, let's play a quick game, Shaz, for folks who uh, (laughs) want the update of this phone call. I'm going to run a great series that I saw recently that you had recommended. And you give folks the uh, 20-second synopsis of of the show and why they should watch it, okay? Oh, wow. Okay, this is scary. Go on. All right. Luther. Luther. Okay. It's about this dark, troubled police officer. It's always a police officer, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. And um, all the different cards he has to investigate, and he comes across later in the series this one adversary who really keeps him on his toes, and it almost becomes cat and mouse, love hate. And it's, she is played by the wonderful Ruth Wilson. And if anyone is watching Showtime's The Affair, mm-hmm. you will see Ruth Wilson in a completely different light. She was introduced to the American audiences through The Affair. But she's this diabolical seductress. She's amazing. And you know what? When she went for a couple of epi- a couple of seasons there in the show, I was like, no, bring her back. Bring her back. Uh, another unbelievable. Phenomenal. Another unbelievable. series. Another series we didn't even talk about yet. The Bridge. Give folks the, uh, the rundown oh, of The Bridge. Oh, The Bridge. Oh, my mm. God. Okay. The Bridge is the craziest. Okay. It starts off really crazy. It's a Danish Swedish series. Are you talking about the Danish-Swedish one? Or yes. Or are you talking about the American one, right? The, no, right? the Danish one. Okay, so basically, a body is found on a bridge between two countries. And you've got cops from either country teaming together to try to solve this murder mystery. But the key kind of freaky thing is the body is cut in half at the waist. And it sits precisely on the border between the two countries. And I know I don't want to give anything away, and it goes from there. Great acting. Love that series. Love that series, too. Love that series. Love the IKEA furniture in it all. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, the fall. The fall. The fall. Okay. The fall. Okay. You know what? It's the fall is one of those very very cool series too because you, the viewer, know who is committing the crime, so you follow the the bad guy if you want to call it that. I don't want to give any too much away. That's okay. And then you also follow the investigation led by this British. Uh, police chief inspector, but it's set place in Dublin. So it, it's about a serial killer in Dublin, the most unlikely serial killer than you can imagine. And of course, anyone who is scared of serial killers and walking down the street, that's not you, is it, Judy Crew? No, will definitely always not. always wonder then, <laughs> because this is the most unlikely guy. And of course, that's what serial killers always are, right? The most unlikely guy living amongst us. Um, and it's about her trying to solve this case. And also, she is also very troubled. Again, very dark, great performances. Highly recommend. And that brings us full circle to the show that you originally turned me on to Netflix. Uh, still one of my top three, Sherlock, with uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch. I will say that whole thing with the serial killer in Sherlock was phenomenal. Total, somebody you don't suspect and that whole cat and mouse game, that was amazing. And, oh, uh, so good. you know, so walked good. on right now. Uh, before we wrap up this conversation, I'll wrap up the, the list one more time. But you also said something that is uh, earth shattering, quite upsetting. And that is you've got to really, really put the burners on and watch some stuff before uh, January 31st because uh, Netflix is not renewing their uh, their contracts with BBC. Why? Yes, I'm hoping I'm hoping that, that maybe there might be some outcry and mm-hmm. people will say, you can't do this. You cannot do this. No, I'm not sure. Maybe in England you can still get it. Mm-hmm. But I do know that it was in uh, one of the American news... Uh, it was an American news story that I read that Netflix was not planning to do it. And I don't know it's because they're trying to uh, promote their own series, right? Right. You know, House of Cards. Right. And... Everyone should also try to catch on Netflix. The original House of Cards, the British one. Mm-hmm, that's what oh I've heard. Oh, my God, so good. The original I know. British one is so good. Um, but they have all their own series, right? Orange is a New Black. And there's a new one coming out mm-hmm. with um, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda that everyone, I cannot wait to see that because I love both of them. What's it called? Um, it, um, I'm trying to think of what it's called. Let me, let, me, let me see if I can find it. But it's Jane Fonda and... Um, uh, Lily Tomlin. Okay. And they play women whose husbands uh, leave them for each other. Ah, wow. Dun, dun, dun. Is that on Netflix? Yes. So Sam Waterston mm-hmm. and Martin Sheen mm-hmm. play their respective husbands. So it's like, you know, like the president from West Wing and, L, um, you know, um, Law and Order. Those two guys get together. Wow. <laughs> it's called Gracie and Frankie. Oh, Grace, Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. Okay. So, folks. Grace if you are just tuning in. This is what you are missing on Netflix and a couple of other uh, a couple of other networks, but primarily Netflix. If you're not watching these shows, how can you continue living? We talked about Sherlock, Hit and Miss, Luther, Happy Valley, The Fall, The Returned, The Bridge, Jekyll, In the Line of Duty, uh, and a new series called uh, What did you say with Lily Tomlin and Frankly, Jane Fonda? Frankie, it isn't on yet. Um, but okay. it's going to be one of the Netflix original series, very much like Orange is the New Black. And of course, Orange is the New right. Black. 
so good, right? Fantastic. Okay, so, Judy, I have a question for you. What do you sure. tell people who actually say, I don't watch television? What's your gut reaction when you hear that? Uh, my gut reaction is they're probably, that's a really good question. This sounds really, really horrible. I don't know if I trust them. <laughs> you know what? I absolutely don't trust them. And they're never going to sit at my dinner table. What are we going to talk about? Yeah, exactly. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We are terrible, but you know what? That's why we're talking about what we're talking about. And uh, I'd like to thank my friend Shaz, who is, uh, like I said, I, I owe a great deal to because she has turned me on to so many phenomenal uh, television shows. And if Before you're not... your taxes are done because you're watching TV that I told you to watch. <laughs> That's right. And uh, Shaz, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. That was fun, Judy.